Chapter 2 Marco watched as if in slow motion, the trembling fingers that raised her sunglasses to the top of her head. He froze and waited for her to lift her face to his, sudden impatience grabbing him and holding him in its grip. When he finally saw her eyes, his guts clenched in automatic response. A wave of lust hit him hard, and if he'd believed in a place called hell, then there was absolutely no doubt in his mind that that's where he'd end up. His gut response to her innocent question, combined with the annihilating beauty of her eyes, was that bad. As he looked her over, standing still and incredibly tiny in front of him in frayed jeans and tennis shoes, the beauty of her face surging into sudden prominence, two things hit him simultaneously. He couldn't remember ever having wanted a woman so wildly inappropriate, this hard and this fast and it suddenly occurred to him that her driver's license hadn't told the truth. You're not 5'3". She blinked up at him. Yes, I am. Bullshit. She was smaller than that, and his body began screaming at him even more loudly, begging his brain to let him at her. It was as if there were two parts of his person, diametrically opposed and in a face-off. His guts and his cock wanted her, wanted her badly. But his brain was fighting back, and it was a toss-up as to which part was in control. Bristling indignation filled her as she arched her back and lifted her shoulders in determination. My driver's license says I'm 5'3", so I'm 5'3". Marco puffed out a laugh at her temerity while stealing his insides against the almost uncontrollable urge to reach out and touch the small swell of her breasts. So you lied to the Department of Public Safety. And now I'm supposed to believe you when you say you're going to make this good? He questioned somewhat threateningly. I'll make it good, I swear. Heat slammed his guts as she repeated his words and unknowingly turned them into an accidental innuendo. He couldn't stop himself. He had to test her. You even know how to make it good? Her eyes widened and her mouth opened, then closed, then opened again. Pay, pay you back, she stuttered. Marco fought his arousal as he studied her. She had understood his innuendo and chose to ignore it. It said a few things about her. It said she wasn't looking to work off the debt on her back, so to speak, and it meant that if she reacted as she had at 24 years old, she probably wasn't overly experienced. He didn't know whether he was pleased or disappointed. There was a woman he slept with occasionally, and Tanya liked to think of herself as his girlfriend, although he didn't see her as such, not even close. She'd been wearing on his nerves lately, becoming more and more demanding, and he knew that before too much longer, she was going to slide past her expiration date. In fact, she was already there. He didn't think getting rid of her would be easy. She'd probably go kicking and screaming. But she didn't live with him, no woman ever had. And when he was ready, it wouldn't take long to expel her completely from his life. He didn't imagine for even a minute that this girl would have what it would take to hold his attention for long. No woman ever had and he didn't think she'd be an exception. She sure as shit wouldn't fit into his world, his casual and depraved world. And he suddenly knew that he wasn't ruthless enough to expose her to it. In fact, 
He was feeling a roiling anger in his gut at the thought of her obvious innocence being spoiled. But there was something very compelling about her, something that was electrifying his insides, something that wouldn't allow him to let her drive off and leave. He could afford to, certainly. He didn't need her money or her insurance. Getting his car repaired would be a nuisance at most. But he didn't want to let her off the hook. Call him misguided or even a bit evil. But there was something about her and the raging erection she had induced that was making him act out of the ordinary, and even though he recognized it, he didn't try to fight against it. He wanted to get things settled with her and needed to know her situation. You live in Viter? He named the town he'd read on her driver's license. Not anymore. My mom and her boyfriend still live there, but I'm using my cousin's couch while I try to get a job here.